Welcome, everyone. I'm Anna Pishner-Harsh, and I'm the host of The Dance Floor, where life lessons are learned here through the art of dance. Today, I have a special guest with me, one of my friends from New York City, Miss Danielle, and I'll let her introduce herself. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you so much, Anna, for having me. Hey, everyone. My name, as she said, is Danielle. I am actually from Cincinnati, Ohio, and right now I split my time between Houston, Texas, and New York City, where I perform as a Radio City Rockette during the Christmas season. Thank you so much. So today, Danielle, you're giving um, Allegro Dance Company a special masterclass on jazz dance. So we're really excited to have you here today. And I know you wanted to talk a little bit about auditioning. I know you've been through a lot of auditions yourself, and so have I. So I know there's some special tips maybe you can give us as dancers. Uh, What can we do better? How can we prepare for some auditions? Absolutely. So I think the first thing to think about when going into an audition is that it isn't an audition. That's where we tend to wrap ourselves up in our minds and go a little crazy. So instead, it's treating an audition like a free dance class and the fact that you get to learn from fantastic choreographers and that you get to be surrounded by incredible dancers, being really appreciative to be in that space and then from there, you're able to really put your best foot forward on that floor. I think it really shows as you're in the audition. So is there anything maybe special that we can wear to stand out or or maybe blend in? I don't know which one is better or maybe it depends on the audition. Definitely. I think you should first do all of the uh, research that you can before the audition to know exactly what you're going in for. If it's a period piece, you want to dress kind of in that uh, time period. If it's for a salsa show, maybe you're wearing a little skirt. Uh, I also think it's important to bring a wide variety of clothes. I can't tell you how many auditions I've gone to where I've wore something and then they've come in and said, we want something completely different. And so I've had to change hair, makeup, what I'm wearing, everything uh, to make sure that I'm fitting in with, with, with what they want. Okay, and I know that as a dancer, we take lots of dance classes, and it could be a variety of styles of classes, ballet or jazz, modern, even improvisation. Um, And Allegro Dance Company does all of those things, and plus ballroom as well. But um, we were talking earlier about different kinds of cross-training and maybe challenging the body in a different way so that we can be better fit to prepare ourselves to perform. Yes, definitely. Cross-training as a dancer is huge. So it's not just taking those dance classes, but it's getting to the gym, getting into some sort of fitness class so that you can actually build strong muscles. So that's weightlifting, running. Uh, I love to do the elliptical. I also love rowing. That really allows you to work on your back muscles and your hamstrings and glutes. Uh, And that actually also helps to prevent injuries. So being able to stop yourself from rolling that ankle because the ligaments and tendons around it are nice and strong. Uh, Also, I think that dancers end up utilizing the fronts of their legs a lot in dance class as you're bat-mawing and you're really clenching in those hip flexors. So if you're doing things to strengthen the backs of your legs, that's actually where you want the power to come from as you're dancing. And I know that we both have been yoga trained recently and we're high into yoga and Pilates. And I know especially you guys do so many kicks. I'm sure that, you know, leg strength training is probably on, you know, your hit list as well. Um, how do you feel about yoga and Pilates and maybe even meditation as part of the cross training? 
So that's actually why I became a yoga teacher because I found that through all of the cross training I was doing, strengthening the muscles, I then stopped lengthening the muscles. So I do a lot of yoga and Pilates to make sure that those muscles are strong, but also uh, lengthened and flexible to be able to do kicks but to be able to do them at the speed that I need to. And that's important regardless of what style of dance you're doing, that you have uh, that mixture of flexibility and strength. I also really do love meditation because so much of the time you end up getting wrapped up in this crazy world of dance where you're auditioning and you're stressed and am I going to get a job or I have the option between two jobs. So being able to keep yourself grounded in that performer's life is very important and meditation really helps with that. And I, I can agree with that. Meditation is, is good for our health, you know, it's good for our mental health and it helps our mind, body and spirit all connect and be present on stage as a performer. We want to be present for our audience members. So um, when you're going to and from, I know that you carry a lot of things in your bag like I do. So what's in your dance bag? What are essential to you? What are some special things that maybe you use all the time or every day? So I actually don't have the nicest body when it comes to dancing. My flexibility normally takes a lot of coaxing to get to where I want it to be. So my dance bag normally includes a lot of TheraBands, a lot of massage balls for my feet, and I actually use what's called a Tola Point. It's a small knob that you dig into the fascia of your muscles, and I carry that. It's very small, fits right in my dance bag, and I sit on that for a good 15 minutes before every class. And I think it's important to have things in your dance bag that prepare you for class. Instead of just going in there cold, you've got some tools, uh, even a roller, maybe a foam roller, um, to really prepare the body, especially the older we get, we have to take that time to prepare it. Uh, and then I'm also a huge food person and making sure that you're fueled before class performance, whatever it may be, rehearsal is very important. So carrying lots of water and then making sure you have some sort of snack, a protein, maybe a granola bar, a nut bar, something like that to be sure that you have uh, not only the protein, but the carbs as well to carry you through whatever it is that you're going in to do. Perfect. That's why I'm Anna Banana. I always carry a banana or some kind of snack or like you're saying some kind of protein bar. But um, as the older we get, I carry also essential oils or some kind of roller ball that has some kind of essential oils when we get sore and tired, you know, maybe it perks up the muscles before we go on to stage, we might smell like essential oils for sure. Um, okay, so that's all in your dance bag. I know we have some big dance bags that we carry your backpacks from time to time. So what inspires you as an artist or maybe as a dancer? For me, it's getting into dance class. I think so much of the time we get wrapped up in the auditions and in everything else that we forget to take the time to go back to the foundation. And I find that the most inspiring things happen in class, whether it be standing on the side or even just self-exploration with yourself. Class is the space where you aren't judged and where you're able to figure out what feels right and what feels wrong and to move in that space. And I think that's the greatest inspiration for me is getting back into class and just feeding off of other dancers energies and experiencing that. I learn so much from just watching other dancers in class. And like you were saying, just even watching other teachers, you know, how they describe something in class. That's always inspiring to me. And uh, you get new ideas and maybe a new storyline that you want to say or tell through your choreography. Um, so what do you think about the future with dance? Do you think, uh, I know there's a lot of technology that's involved with some of the shows. Um, maybe with your own choreography, where do you think maybe you are going with your future with dance? 
So I really love that dance has become such a vocal part of our country and such a vocal part of so many communities. I think things like the TV shows, uh, World of Dance, Dancing with the Stars, So You Think You Can Dance, I love that they're making that a part of today's conversation. And I think it's really important as a choreographer to keep up with the growing technology and just to keep educating yourself. And I think if we continue to do that as choreographers, our future looks very bright. The only thing that I hope to continue with my choreography is to stay grounded and to stay true to the artistry. So a lot of the times you'll see a dance chock full of leaps and turns and batmas and all kinds of things. And that's beautiful and great. And I love to take advantage of a dancer's uh, facility, but I think it's important to stay true to movement and storytelling. And I hope that as the technology grows, we as choreographers and as dancers can stay rooted in that foundation as well of knowing that we are storytellers and that we are sharing creativity and artistry with the world. I think that's the kind of choreography I like the most. The one that moves me because it told me a story or, or it shared a feeling maybe, you know, and something that we as audience members can connect to. And you want to reach out and make sure that they're connecting with you on stage. So the story has to be crystal clear, like you're saying. The tricks are lovely to see and it's entertaining, but make sure that also tells the story. Um, so I know we were talking about food because as dancers, we love to eat and, uh, you were talking about specific kinds of food or maybe cooking differently lately. And, um, so what is that leading somewhere? Maybe, maybe you're going to do something with cooking next. I actually have a blog called healthyrocks.com. It's very new, but I'm super excited. I've done a lot of diet research recently, just trying to find what works best for my body. And currently I'm eating uh, 80% plant-based so that I have a lot of vegetables and nutrients uh, fueling my body, but I still do eat a bit of protein, chicken, steak, uh, just to be sure that everything is staying nice and strong. Uh, But I'm hoping maybe someday to do a cookbook and possibly dive in into that world a little bit. I love the health and wellness side and um, hope to do something with that someday. That's awesome. I look forward to a cookbook from you. Danielle, it's been a pleasure and I look forward to your class today with the company. They're so excited to have you today. How can my viewers read your blog and get a hold of you? Absolutely. It is just simply Healthy Rocks. That's R-O-X-X dot com. And if you go on the lovely Google and search that in, Safari, whatever search engine you've got, uh, you can find me there. I'm also on the lovely Facebook, Danielle Betcher, and uh, I love connecting with people. It's been a pleasure. And we will kick it with you later. Um, Until next time, we are The Dance Floor. And I'm your host, Anna Pishner-Harsh. And we hope you join us again. Until next time, dance on. 